Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 16th of February. Markets have been moving about on rumours and reports about the Ukrainian situation, but as there is nothing a sensible economist can contribute to the speculation, it's best not to speculate. Instead, there is a treasure trove of data that will have a bearing on the longer-term economic outlook. China led off with consumer and producer price inflation data for January. Both numbers slowed, and both numbers were lower than expected, and both numbers are largely irrelevant to international markets. Chinese inflation is a parochial affair. The consumer price inflation number was pushed lower by deflation in pork prices, which is not something with a wider global implication, and lower vegetable prices than this time last year. Producer price inflation for consumer goods slowed below 1% year-on-year. The point is that this is about Chinese domestic demand, which is not especially strong at the moment, and there's no pass-through into the international economy from that. The People's Bank of China is expected to ease policy further in response to the weaker domestic demand picture, which is also represented by the lower consumer price numbers, for example. It's all part of the same story. But the People's Bank of China's policies are also domestically focused. UK consumer price and producer price data were more or less as expected. The consumer price data is not going to peak until April because of energy price effects. Year-on-year comparisons are increased by the deflationary forces of the lockdown in January 2021, of course. Omicron did not depress demand in the same way in January 2022. However, it's worth noting that retail price inflation was higher than expected by some way. This is not worth noting because of its inflation signal. Retail price inflation is a very discredited statistic. It's worth noting because government debt service costs and a number of inflation-linked contracts in the economy are tied to retail price inflation as a legacy of history. This will change in the future. In the United States, we have retail sales for January. This could be a very messy number. On the positive side, January retail sales increasing includes Christmas because gift vouchers count when they are spent. And at a time when fewer people were travelling around the country, there may be more use of gift vouchers. On the negative side, US retail sales includes restaurants, which suffered from the Omicron wave. In addition, the details of the January employment report suggested a large number of people were working fewer hours, or indeed no hours, because of Omicron. The overwhelming majority of such people were not paid for work they did not do, And with the savings stockpile long since spent for many households, that might be a constraint on consumer spending. January industrial production data is also due. We'll also be getting the publication of the minutes of the last Federal Reserve meeting. The potential path for the Fed is really very binary. They could squeeze inflation out of the system by pushing growth below trend. That's essentially the Fed policy of the 1980s and the 1990s. Alternatively, they could use policy to stabilise growth in the belief that inflation will normalise anyway, the policy of the last 20 years or so. Fed Chair Powell does not perhaps provide the intellectual leadership on monetary policy that previous Fed Chairs have done, 
And so this heightens the importance of the minutes as a guide to which path the Fed intends to take. Squeezing inflation out of the system would be a negative for risk assets. Stabilising growth at trend is more supportive. Yesterday's US producer price inflation data showed more price increases than expected, with an interesting pattern in the goods sector. Sectors which raised prices aggressively in 2021 were more likely to be moderate with price increases in January, and indeed in some cases cut prices, while sectors with fewer price increases last year seem to be trying to catch up with larger price increases in January. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 